Hey everyone, thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. Hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. Longing for Revival From Holy Discontent to Breakthrough Faith Revival begins with God, but it lives out through us. James Chong and Ryan Pfeiffer have seen revival in their own ministries with remarkable transformation in both individuals and communities. They unpack what revival looks like and how Christians can anticipate it and how they can experience it, providing a model of revival leadership for Christians who want to facilitate and spread revival in their own contexts. Why revival? It's important to long for revival for a few reasons. First, it has some spiritual basis. The psalmists prayed, Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? It's right there, a prayer for revival for the Jewish people and their faith in God. We'll make a stronger biblical case throughout the book for the concept of revival. But for now, wouldn't it be a great prayer for the Christian church? It's also historic. From Pentecost to present day, revivals have dotted the timeline of Christian history. There are times when Christians spiritually seemed to recede into the background, but when revival arrives, new movements sprouted up that brought spiritual vitality back into the church. From the Franciscans to the Mojaveans to the Pentecosts to the Korean Presbyterians to the East Africans, it could be strategic. 18th century pastor Jonathan Edwards saw the strategic nature of revival. As recounted by Professor Richard Truelove, Edwards believed that every major advance in the kingdom of God was signaled and brought about by a general outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And in the 21st century, Christianity hasn't died away, although much of its center has shifted away from the Western world to Africa or Asia or South America. In his book, Global Awakening, Mark Shaw shows that Christianity is surging worldwide, and he believes that revival is the main delivery system for this tremendous growth. Global revivals are at the heart of a global resurgence of Christianity. Revivals are happening all around the world, and I don't want to be someone who's on the outside looking in. What if we were understanding and preparing ourselves so that if revival were to come through our lives or land, that we would be ready to be a part of it? Perhaps more importantly, revival is a powerful word. Our culture tries to co-opt the word. The word revival is used in all kinds of marketing of skin creams, to, to skateboards, to craft beers, to 
to conference messages to massage spas and to mattresses, everything (laughs) using revival. Even pop albums are titled revival. It's almost a commercial cliche. But more deeply, to revive something means that it must have been dead or close to dead. Life has sped away from it. Its lungs have stopped breathing. Its heart has stopped beating. Flesh has rotted away from it. So it has to be revived. (laughs) Something died within us. Or when something needs revived, however, it comes back to life. It's resuscitated. In faith speak, it's resurrected. We seek the kind of resurrection in our lives, communities, and societies, and ultimately throughout the world, because right now, much of it reeks of death. The world needs leaders who are resuscitated and resurrected and revived. No revival has happened in history without revived people. We need leaders who know how to help others be revived. And that's not going to happen merely with good management principles or solid plans or, or execution or clever social media campaigns. Sure, they can be important and they can be helpful, but they are merely the skin and the bones. Revival needs to be infused with breath with blood, soul, and life. And that only comes through God's Spirit. But before we scare anyone off, we also know that revival without good, wise, feet-on-the-ground, strategic leadership will only fizzle. It's the difference between a weekend retreat or an ongoing work of God's Spirit among us. We seek the reinsurrection of strategic and spiritual leadership that leads to revival, where structures and ministry meet. We need form and fire. We need revival for the rest of us. And sure, we can't manufacture revivals. We definitely can't make them happen. But they can break out. And for revivals to last, they must be led. That's where this book is going. If revival leadership is the kind of ministry leadership needed before and during a revival, what would it look like to exercise? Revival leadership in this day and age, what would that look like? This book is not a history book, and it's not a book on past revivals, nor is it an analysis of broad-scale dynamics for revival. Those volumes have already been written. Instead, we want to equip you to prepare for and to lead revival efficiently and effectively. Our hope is that if revival comes, this book will have equipped you 
that instead of missing out, you will find yourself experiencing and leading in it. We hope that by the time you finish reading, you will also long for revival. This message has been adapted from the introduction of Why Revival? Thanks again for listening to the Pastor Resources Podcast. To read all of our articles, head over to pastorresources.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more articles and special interviews.